0: Now, more than ever, it's so important that we foster and develop emotional intelligence, but did you know that needs are closely linked to emotions and that when we know our needs and the more we fulfill them, the calmer and happier we are? Hashtag 52needs is a podcast that provides insights into how we can all make this happen. My name is Angela Heiser. I'm a professional coach and facilitator, and each week a guest joins me to discuss a different human need and how we can all improve and foster our emotional intelligence. Welcome to Hashtag 52 Needs, and this week we are focusing on adventure. And I have with me the very adventurous Gallup-certified Clifton Strengths coach, Jo Self, who is a strategic communications collaborator who works with organizations to improve team relations and corporate culture through the use of strength to improve communication and motivation. Jo is on a mission to teach Clifton Strengths as a second language. Not that she doesn't speak two already, so for her it would be the third. She seeks to create a world where everyone can live to their full potential, talents aren't wasted, and happiness is contagious. As a single mompreneur and expat living in Peru, she understands the challenges and rewards that both entail. When she's not helping others create extraordinary lives, she can be found at the sewing machine, at the movies, enjoying a glass of wine with friends, or horsing around with her terribly precocious little boy, affectionately known as O. And very excitingly, Joan is this Joe is the soon-to-be published author of the book series Practical Strengths. Welcome, Joe.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Angela. You're already going go. into adventure. You're already going into adventure. Huh? I am, I am. So where do we find adventure at work? You know, I think adventure is what you make it, to be quite honest. And When I think about my work journey, not just in the last year, but even when I took a leap of faith, gosh, back in 2002, and then again in 2007, the best adventures in my work life have come from not being afraid to say yes. Mm. And so saying yes, when I was actually still sitting in a little bit of imposter syndrome or still thinking, me. Me? Mm. Okay. (laughs) Sure. I'll figure it out. And that's really where the best ones have come from. I mean, I was the first, you know, the first time I can remember was when I started to work at Yum Brands. And I entered Yum Brands as a as an in-house intern. So like I didn't have a major job or anything, but a friend of mine said, Hey, you should come and work. It's a great place. You need a job. I was in transition at the time from a lot of other things. I was like, oh, corporate, oh, I don't know. I'd worked in hospitality and been able to move around and do whatever I wanted and had a decent income. So I'd been pretty happy at that for 15 plus years at that point. I said, "Ah, all right, it sounds like an interesting company, sure. So I said, yes, and I entered and I got in there. And that started a path that has just exponentially grown Mm -hmm from there. Strengths came from me saying yes, when I thought I couldn't. And now I know that it's not my job, it's my calling. So mm. I, I've been very lucky.
0: Well, you have, um, I, we talked about this before, because obviously, as a Gallup strength um, coach, I have done the tests with you, because we've known mm-hmm. each other for quite a while. And as an entrepreneur, mine is, my top um, strength is risk. Yeah. And I very much remember sitting on a plane to Hong Kong, I just accepted a job and went damn I forgot to ask how much they're going to pay me
1: <laughs> yeah sometimes yeah. you just sometimes you just get led down a path and if you're willing to see where it can take you it's amazing what mm-hmm. doors will open and so yeah I, I think the adventure is us just getting out of our own way most of the time
0: absolutely yeah so, so. how can somebody who's in stuck let's not call it stuck who is comfortable in right. a job that they've had for a very long time, and they know it inside and out, and there's there's a lot of competence, maybe not a lot of adventure. So yeah. what could they do to just inject some adventure back yeah. in, if they wanted to, obviously?
1: I feel like you probably just talked about 70% of the workforce that's out there. Like, if, Especially if we look at people who just show up for a pay- paycheck, they... And you get, yeah. you get comfortable in the security. You get comfortable in knowing that there's a paycheck coming and what you can expect. And, and it can be scary. It, it can truly be scary to go out there and, and test the waters. Um, I would say one thing, one of the favorite phrases I ever came across was the words, was the phrase silent investor. And so for anyone who's thinking they could do something else, have another opportunity, especially if they want to strike out on their own, is to start treating their current job like their silent investor instead of a have to, or I got to show up, or I don't know what else to do, or it's too scary. Think of it as a way of investing in yourself to have security, and maybe start putting a little extra to the side so that when you're ready to take that leap, you have a little bit of a nest egg, you have some of that security that will follow you. Now, You Mm -hmm. probably want more than three months worth and it might take some time, but you can also think of that and you can start doing, you know, one Saturday a month or every Saturday you spend three or four hours in what it is you want to develop for yourself. So you just, you carve out the time and you start testing the waters, right? You kind of, you kind of dip your toe in the waters. Mm -hmm. And then at some point, and this is a lot of people that I end up working with from an independent, you know, space. A lot of people I know struggle with I keep falling into the same trap. I think I'm gonna leave, I think I'm gonna do it. Then a job offer comes along and I take it and I end up just as miserable. And this one is the next one, you know, is the one I yeah. was had before. Um, and my advice, which is obviously much easier to say than to do is you really gotta just take that Indiana Jones leap. And I love thinking of Indiana Jones because for me, it's such a visual image when he's in there and he knows that the grail is on the other side of the chasm inside the cavern, and he can see it, but there's this giant ravine that he can't possibly cross. And he just closes his eyes, and one foot goes up, and it suddenly lands on a path that appears before him. And it's just such a visual thing that has mm-hmm. always stuck with me of that leap of faith. And with every step, the next place, you know, the next piece of the path appeared, the next piece of the path appeared. And sometimes that's what you got to do. You know, my, my, my woo-woo side, my connectedness as a talent strength, just believes that if you let the universe know what you really want and you listen closely, the opportunities will appear, Mm. right? So we have to be willing to listen and to see those opportunities, even if they don't look like what we expected, right? Mm. We have to get past our own expectations of what it's supposed to look like and accept what's coming to us and think, oh, I hadn't considered that as a possibility as opposed to no that's not what I had in mind. Yeah. Yes.
0: Right. Yeah. Well and there so are all I sorts think... of there are all sorts of sayings around that. But I think the one uh, that really always stuck with me is seeing is believing. Well, you know, that's meaning means I have to wait until it comes around for me to go, oh yeah, I think I can have this. Whereas believing is seeing means it opens up all of these opportunities. And yeah. all of a sudden I can go, I wonder what I'm gonna do next.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I love that. And I always think of the, you know, the other analogy I like is an old joke, really, and I'm not particularly religious, so forgive me for the particular context. But there's a man in a boat who's suddenly sinking, and he begins praying to God to save him. And essentially, three opportunities pass him by and offer to save him. He says, no, no, I'm good. God's going to save me. And then he dies, obviously, because he didn't take any of the boats that passed by to save him. he gets, He's like, what happened? I thought you were going to save me. He's like, I sent you three boats. What did you, you know, what else did you want? Right. But he had this idea of what was going to happen. And so he he totally missed out on what was right in front of yeah. him. Right. And so I always kind yeah. of think of that, too. We just have to we have to be open. Like I said, I said yes to a lot of things. My strengths opportunity came because the person who led strengths at Yum had left. And I was an executive assistant. I wasn't in HR. I wasn't in a department where I should have been doing anything like that. And the two of the vice presidents of public relations called me and said, hey, Samir said you can take us through a strengths training. Can you come talk to us about it? And I went, "Mm -hmm. Um, sure. Mm -hmm. And I went home and devoured the first 30 pages of Now Discover Your Strengths. I read it like three times in a night. I took massive notes. I was just, and I went into my meeting the next day, and I literally just like verbally vomited everything I knew about strengths at them. (laughs) I mean, I must have looked like a nut, but... They looked at me and they said, we'll never be able to do this as well as you can. Can you just do our training for us? And I went, sure. When is it? This was Wednesday, it was Monday. And I went, okay. And I, said, and I said, well, Monday's a really busy day. You might need to check with my boss and make sure I can get out of my normal responsibilities. It's a big day for us in operations. And they're, oh no, we'll take care of it. We'll get your flight and we'll make sure you have a hotel room. I was like, wait, wait, what? Where's the meeting? Is it? Oh, it's not here in Kentucky. It's it's going to be in Martha's Vineyard. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh. And by the way, our boss doesn't actually really want to do this, so it's going to take a little convincing of him as well. So you might get a little resistance from him, who is the like chief officer mm-hmm. of public relations. <sighs> okay, yeah. But I so said they're, yes. they're
0: they're not just the the internal adventures or the external adventures that you were describing where you take a big step to do something but there could also be the internal adventures where you actually have to go I'm taking risk here I'm changing my, I, it's a shift in mindset it's a new way of thinking and that yeah. can be really adventurous but th- I don't think there's you can't have adventure without a risk and I, I think that's would what I agree often shy away from
1: well, sure. I mean, how often do we see that, you know, the zones of comfort and where there's growth and where there's secure, right? Like y- you do, you have to take risk. You have to try things out. And, and I, you know, the other thing I always ask of people when I start working with them is to be prepared to be surprised. Mm, yeah. And they're like, what do you mean by that? And I'm like, be prepared to do something totally different than what you think you came to me for. And I said, yeah. because you think you need one thing, but we're going to open these doors and you're going to go oh my God, I didn't even know that was a possibility. Mm -hmm. And that's actually going to excite you more because you've already shut that door thinking it's not possible. I'm going to reopen those doors for you. And I want you to look through it and go with me and see the possibility with me. And that's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's one of the part of my tagline is, you know, to not just see what's possible, but what's probable, right? And help people see the same path that they can do it for themselves. And I just, I I love that. And I think most people just need somebody to hold their hand. I think that's the other thing is somebody just needs to hold their hand. Sometimes they just need the reassurance that it'll be okay. And if things don't go okay, that that person's going to be there and say, that's okay. Let's regroup. Let's figure it out next. Yeah. Right.
0: But it's, a and it's about creating an environment, as you said, like Indiana Jones, where somebody can take a step and they know they don't fall into a chasm, but it's not holding their hand to the degree that they now become completely reliant on you and don't take any risks because they go, and I call that the, the mother hen syndrome, you know, like yeah. we're very good at protecting people these days, you know, like, um, but it's about saying, you know, just do something different and see where it goes. I
1: don't know. I think a lot like of people, it is, my experience. Hmm? Oh, it's okay. We had a little lag. I said, you say the mother hen. I said, it's more yeah. like the mama bird who's like, fly.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. And it's the, <laughs> It's the ability to to gauge that somebody is ready for more adventure, for more growth. Absolutely. And instead of again pushing them out of the nest so they they break their neck, it's about gently guiding them in such a way that they eventually will fly.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but again, not but. And it's it's really important that that people discover what kind of adventure they prefer because often other people have an idea of what adventure people should be on. Now I know you would really love this like maybe not tell me what adventure you would like to go on you know what do you want to learn what do you want to see so we need to we need to actually encourage people to define
1: themselves don't don't we yeah well and this is why you know I know this isn't a strengths conversation per se but this is why I love strengths so much because Mm. when we see what strengths offers us it really shows us what our internal motivations are where our where they're tied to our values, what really will excite us and keep us going, you know, it yeah. becomes our motor. And and it's not what we're going to do, it's mm. how we're going to do it. So we can apply our strengths in many different ways. You know, but in my case, when I work with independent people, a lot of people are looking to go into coaching, but they immediately think, I need to go into corporate. That's where the money is. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to do nonprofit, but how am I going to do nonprofit? There's no money there. I need to do this. And I'm like, okay, but your strengths and your experience and your values are not leading you down the corporate path. All you're seeing is safety and security, but that's mm. not actually going to get you work because if you're not passionate about it, if you don't feel like you have the experience, you're going to consistently sit in imposter syndrome. You're not going to go out and get the work. You're not going to be able to sell yourself and you're just going to get stuck. So it's going to take you that much longer to even develop mm. anything. But if you're in nonprofit, to say there's no money in nonprofit, for example, it's, it's, it's just not true there's money there. And so it's helping them find the way to do what they really want to do in a way that can be profitable and comfortable for them. And they often Mm -hmm. just, they've just ruled it out. Right. And so strengths can really help reinforce that piece. Because when I do it with people, the thing I hear almost from everyone and these 80% of the people I work with already know their strengths and know strengths pretty well, they still leave going, wow, I finally have permission to be me.
0: I know that that was the feeling I had
1: acceptance. It's that self (laughs) acceptance, that self awareness. And that's what boosts Mm. confidence. Confidence to me is not the problem. Self confidence is a symptom of a lack of self awareness and self acceptance. And when you can get to that place, the confidence just takes off,
0: and then you're ready for more adventure. And then you're ready for more adventure.
1: That sounds like a good place to finish. Thank you so
0: much, Joe. I know that we can talk about this much, much longer. And I know that there will be people interested in this. So the contact details will be available. So feel free to contact Joe to find out what your strengths are. And thank you so much for listening, everybody. And I hope this was useful. So thank you. And I'll see you next week.
1: Thanks, Angela. I appreciate it.
0: You've been listening to hashtag 52 needs with me, Angela Heise. These podcasts are not created to provide answers, but to invite you to explore your own needs and discover what works for you. Find out more about my coaching and emotional intelligence programs by following Into Possibilities on Instagram at AngelaHeise.com and at my YouTube channel. And I'd love it if you shared this podcast with your friends, work colleagues and family. And I'll see you next time.